And let, let me say good morning again. And uh, it's great uh, to be able to preach the word of God. But also, I would like just to remind you, as a church, we have been following uh, the series called uh, The One Thing. It started with uh, the one thing I ask is to dwell in the, pre in the God's house, to be present there. And then followed by the one thing I lack was uh, to surrender ourselves. And the one thing is needed is just to listen to the words of God. And the one thing I know is knowing the true identity of Jesus Christ that is our Savior and our confidence. But today uh, we will be looking at uh, one thing, uh, the one thing I do, the heart of uh, ambition. And as you know, ambition is a strong wish to achieve something. And it could be used in a very positive way or in a negative way. But I believe ambition is a very good word as well for each one of us. But as a Christian, that could be a very uncomfortable word because we have been called to be brilliant on God's will. And sometimes ambitious feeling doesn't allow us to, uh, to be very ambitious in our careers or, or even our lives. Because uh, sometimes ambition could mean greedy in some context. It could mean a power hungry. But I would like you to think about uh, uh, this program called The Apprentice. I don't know if you watch uh, the program. Those who watch a little bit of TV, might come across with uh, this uh, program. It's a very uh, addictive viewing and uh, can also be very uncomfortable to watch. And the ambitious contestant, what they do, they uh, just uh, rip each other in a, in a boardroom and then just so that they could go to the next, uh, to the next uh, round. I will just run a video, and in my experience, video doesn't work sometimes. But I hope it will work. I just want to run a video of uh, The Apprentice, just for one minute. Jordan was stuffed in his tracks last week, but at the start of this process, he was full of energy and excitement. Let's um, look at some of the numbers here. Your total is 116790. So it's a public £1,147. <laughs> <laughs> and for the girls? They hated the product. <laughs> <laughs> How about Evolve? Profit of 631.52. <laughs> Can I 
I just remind you, this is not a football match. <laughs> Please to win. Right. Well, you can see how very excited uh, the consensus were because they won. They won others, they pushed them uh, away. They didn't want, they are losers. And their ambition sometimes could get like that. But let me clarify, it's not wrong to have ambitions to be the boss of your company. And uh, it's not also wrong or to work through a promotion path to get where you want to be. Ambition becomes wrong is when uh, we are trying to impress the world. Because today the world could lift you up, but they will get tired. But when God lifts you up, and we know that God never gets tired. So the question is, what is our ambition as God's people? What's our ambition? as a Christian, those who are on, on the journey with God? Is it to come to church on Sunday and get fed with the word of God? And then maybe by uh, Monday, that feeling is still going on. But what about Tuesday? What about Wednesday? Is our faith will be waned? Or is it our soul's life ambition to bring others in the kingdom of God? I'm not talking about being on the streets and shouting about uh, Jesus. I'm not talking about uh, being uh, probably uh, at work and trying to push Jesus on your break time to your colleagues or friends. But I'm talking about prayerfully living our lives so that uh, Jesus always at the front all the time of our lives. I'm talking about living a holy life, but not joining with uh, probably gossips, or whatever goes around. I believe having ambition in Christ is a good thing. And having ambition in life is a good thing. Everyone has got ambition. But the Apostle Paul is saying, uh, we could all have ambition as a church. We could have ambition as an individual. But let's get our priorities right. The Apostle Paul exhorted the believers in the Philippians. He said, stop, we need to avoid putting our confidence in the flesh. But we should have, or they should have the same priority as Paul. Avoid putting confidence in the, in the flesh. Because sometimes as Christians, we plan things without God. 
even though we are in Christ. Sometimes as individuals at home, we plan things without God, even though we are in Christ. What Paul is saying sometimes, when we plan, plan with God. Whether your plan is right or wrong, but plan with God. Why? Because God will make it better. And Paul is saying, avoid putting confidence in the flesh. Instead, striving for the single goal, which is the one thing. Striving for the single goal, which is the one thing. Pressing on towards the prize God has for us all. And this word of pressing on, in a military contest, it referred to the pursuit of an army to another. If you were an athlete, it's just setting your eyes on the prize and having that discipline of concentration to win that prize. But the question is, how can we press on towards the prize God has for us all? How can we do it as Christians? How can we do it as individuals? For those who would like to finish well on the journey, we'll develop first the discipline of focus. They will develop the discipline of focus. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Know that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. I'm sure you have heard of a man called Stephen Fry. A Norfolk man. He is known as a, a staunch atheist. But he also is known to have said this. If Christians are completely convinced that we, they have the good news, if they are convinced they have the good news, and the way to have a total fulfillment in life is to believe in the, the Lord Jesus Christ. But what on earth, this good news is not being proclaimed to everyone or to bring everyone to Christ. I think that is a, a challenge. It's right, yes, we have the good news. We have the good news. It's right. And it is uh, our responsibility as Christians to bring those who don't know Christ, even our loved ones, to Jesus Christ. But as a Christian, we pray that God will all give us the strength or the way to bring this good news to others. And here Paul speaks to the Philippians for what he is doing in light of, his, uh, of the incompleteness of his spiritual journey with Christ. He is pressing on 
to take hold of that for which Jesus Christ took hold of me. Let me ask you uh, the question. What are you doing for your spiritual journey as you focus on it? Are you thinking for your spirit journey all the time? Or have we relaxed? No, Paul wants want us to know that uh, once we are on a journey, we need uh, to press on because we are on the right journey. One of my greatest things as a Christian is knowing Christ. And that's my greatest thing as a Christian. My greatest things in life, knowing Christ. Why? Because in Christ is where we have everything. In Christ is where we have everything. And the Apostle Paul just encouraging us, let's press on wherever where you are. Let's press on in, in God. Let's press on in Jesus Christ. The next things I want to look at is the discipline of forgetting. The discipline of forgetting. Now Paul uh, said, brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have take hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. If you were a runner, a runner who knows that a backward glance at ground is already covered will only slow his progress towards the finish line. Apostle Paul here is refusing to be paralyzed by the past. He's refusing to be paralyzed by the past. He knows he persecuted the church. He knows he committed a wicked action. But he refuses. He said, I'm not going to be paralyzed by what I've done in the past. Instead, I will press on. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not going to be paralyzed. He refuses. And for the fact that I know each one of us, has a past. But what Paul is saying, refuse. Whether it was a bad experience, refuse about uh, the past. Apostle Paul managed to throw out his past away and press on on what is uh, in front. He forget what is behind and is striving for what is ahead. Are you dwelling in your past? And if there are things in your past that, are, that you are ashamed of, if Paul can move on 
from his wicked past. Don't you think you can move also? If Jesus is able to use Paul in a very powerful way, even knowing his past, can the same God, Jesus, use you? Paul is encouraging us, uh, whatever is your past, forget your past, press on, on the journey. This word from Romans 6, verse 6 to 7, it says, For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. But because anyone who has died has been freed from sin. The word says, do not be afraid to let go of things that keeps you from God. Do not be afraid. Let it go. And when the Lord takes things from you, do not waste time in regrets. Because life is about today, but not yesterday. Life is about today. Life in Jesus is about today. And you and I, we know that Jesus Christ died and resurrected for you and I. Life is about today, no yesterday. Because it's in Jesus that everything will make a difference. So let us refocus in Christ. The last thing I want to see is uh, the discipline of uh, following. The discipline of following. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus Christ. The word says, let us the discipline of following the Lord our God. And the Apostle Paul is very focused in following the steps of Jesus Christ. He's very focused in pleasing God so that he could continue to participate in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. The Lord our God wants you and I to have the discipline of following. This word from 1 Corinthians 9.25, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will no last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. 
the word of God is encouraging us to focus because following Christ is a good fight. And as we follow, we are fighting a good fight in Christ. A fight which brings the crown of righteousness. Fight a good fight. Fight a good fight. The Apostle Paul knows that we live in the world where there are a lot of obstruction. It could be illness. It could be financial. It could be situations. But the word of God encouraging us, uh, let us focus in Christ. So whether there is illness, healing is in Christ. Whether it is a situation, solutions, they are in Christ. He said, let us have the discipline of focus. Let me finish with this word from Philippians 4, verse 1. Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. Paul's love for the Philippians is demonstrated once again as he describes them, brothers, whom I love, I long for, my joy and my crown. Paul's encouragement to the Philippians is to press on towards the one thing. Because there is hope at the end of the day or in heaven so he could present the Philippians as blameless before the Lord our God. Jesus came on earth because he loves us. He came on earth because he longs for you and I to be united with him. He came on earth so that you and I, we could enjoy the eternal life. Because he loves us. And I'm sure Jesus will speak the same words. will say, brothers and sisters, I love you. You are my crown. You are my joy. We are the joy of Jesus Christ. And Lord our God wants us to press on, on our journey. Because he is familiar with our situation. And there is no any situation Jesus is not familiar with. By also encouraging us, let us press on, on the journey. The one thing I do, pressing, pressing on towards the prize, God, as for us all. Let's press on.